You are listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 220. Today, we're going to be talking about how to 10x your email list with JV webinars. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, hey, y'all. I'm so, so, so excited to bring this guest to you today because she absolutely has a an expertise that is not at all what mine is. And we have a very similar perspective on how we like to market our businesses, our courses, and all of that um, with JV webinars. And so I'm really excited to dive into this topic with her. So Miss Cammie, how are you doing today? Hey, Jordan. I'm so good. And I'm so excited to be here and dig into my favorite topic, webinars. (laughs) I'm like that nerdy person who on the treadmill at the gym, I'm watching other people's webinars because I genuinely think that they're just really fun and interesting. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't, yeah. Webinars, I feel like they can, you have to catch me in the first five minutes or else I'm gone. It's kind of like the Game of Thrones. Like everybody's like, you have to watch the whole first season to get into it. And I'm like, that's 10 hours of my time. (laughs) So you got to really keep it snappy with me. So I'm super excited to, to dive in into that. But first, tell us a little bit about you and your business. Yeah. So I am a web design expert. I'm a coach and I'm a course creator. So I got my start in the kind of one-on-one client services world. I started my web design business in 2016. I taught myself how to code, how to design, hustled to get my first clients and started designing and building websites for clients. And then through that, developed my own very specific process around it and my own point of view, mostly that I think most websites are much, much too complicated. And really, if what you want to do is grow your business and book clients, you need a simple website that sells. And so I started to have these ideas like, oh, I wish I could bring this to more people. I wish I could bring it to people who don't have five to 10 grand to invest in hiring me as their designer. And so from there, I made an online course called Simple Site Blueprint. And I pre-sold it with a webinar. And then I launched it and have grown it from there. And so these days I'm really focused on the course side of my business. But one of the things that happened in that process in the switch between going from running a client-based business that was running purely off of word of mouth to suddenly running an online course business where you need a much higher volume of customers and leads is I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Where is this volume going to come from? I don't have any volume right now. You know, when I built my online course, my email list was 250 people. And I just knew that that was not going to be viable going forward. Um, You can't sell a course over and over again to a list of 250. So then I got really interested in solving this problem of like, okay, if I need volume to make an online course business work, how is that going to come? How am I going to go get it? How am I going to solve for that X factor and grow my email list, which is like the one thing that every course creator has to be doing constantly. Like whether they are just getting started or they're making 3 million a year, 
everyone is always growing their email list. So I got super fascinated in solving that problem. And that's how I came into the world of webinars and JV webinars, which is now just something that I am super obsessed with. So that is me and that's my business in a nutshell. And that's kind of how I got to where I am. I love it. And so I've probably all have guessed it uh, by now, but obviously you will most likely saw the title as well. So it's no surprise that we're going to be talking about how to 10X your email list with JV webinars, joint venture webinars. And even before we go into like what your business was like before, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but talk to us what really a JV webinar even is for people who've never heard heard of them. Yeah. A JV webinar is a webinar that you present to somebody else's audience. So I think a lot of the times we think of a webinar as being a presentation that we do to our own audience. And that's great. But the problem with that is that you aren't then getting in front of people who've never heard about you. And if you want to grow your email list and you want to grow your business, the only thing that matters is getting in front of people who've never heard of you before. So instead of doing a webinar over and over again to your audience, instead of starting a podcast to your audience, instead of writing blog posts to your audience, my whole philosophy is I want to get in front of new people. So I want to take my webinar and do it to someone else's audience. I want to be a guest on all the different podcasts and talk to other people's audiences. I want to write guest blog posts and get in front of those new people. So a JV webinar is very simply like a webinar that you do with a co-host. You bring the webinar and the amazing content and then your co-host promotes it to their audience. So it's this really like beautiful partnership. I love it. Yes. So it is, you want to find again, folks who talk to your audience, but not necessarily have the same expertise as you. So again, like as a systems person, I could talk to somebody who's a business coach or a marketing coach or a social media coach and talk about systems. And that's still alignment because we most likely will have similar um, customers and clients. So, all right, perfect. Again, kind of walk us through what your business was like before you actually implemented JV webinars. Were you having a bunch of freebies to build your list? Like what, what were you doing to build your list? If anything at all? I really, to be honest with you, I really wasn't very focused on growing my email list because I was so busy with client work. Got it. I kind of had done that thing that everybody tells you to do. They're like, oh, like make a PDF, put it on your website. Everybody will download it and your email list will grow like magic. (laughs) That is not how that went for me. Not at all. It took me, I think using that method, it took me about two years to grow my email list from zero to 250 people. And the reason for that is that I was just busy with one-on-one client work. I wasn't doing anything to bring in organic traffic to my website. So like I wasn't blogging, I didn't have a YouTube channel, I wasn't doing Pinterest. So really the only people coming to my website were kind of people here and there from Facebook, people from social media, people from word of mouth. And so just having a freebie on my website was, my email list was growing at like this super slow trickle. And that was fine when I was doing high-end client work that really ran off of word of mouth. But when it came time to create and market my online course, that's when I started to realize like, oh, I have a lead generation problem here that needs to get solved. So initially I had about 250 people on my list and I wanted to create 
this course. So I used a viral giveaway to grow my email list from 250 to about 500 people. It kind of gave me a quick infusion of subscribers. And then I pre-sold my course with a webinar and the webinar was amazing and people loved it. I got such good feedback and I thought, wow, that was really fun. Let me run that webinar again in a month. And I ran the webinar again in a month and it completely tanked. Nobody bought the course. It was crickets. And I was sitting there being like, what went wrong? You know, the first time I ran this, it was amazing. And I was expecting five people to buy my course and 19 of them did. And the second time I ran it, it was crickets and nobody bought. What is going on here? Because I know that my offer is good. I know that my webinar is good. I have this proof. So what gives? And I realized that it was just down to my email list. You know, my email list hadn't grown between my first webinar and my second one. So I was just promoting to the same people who'd already seen my offer. So no wonder it didn't work. And so that's when I realized I was like, okay, if I'm going to make this course business work, if I'm going to shift out of one-on-one web design work for my clients and really go all in on Simple Site Blueprint, which is my course, I need to to grow my email list. And the quickest way I could think to do it, you know, I'd been, my business had been running off of word of mouth. So I really understood how to network and how to build relationships and how to make friends in my industry and how to ask for referrals and all of that stuff that as service providers, you get really good at, right? So I thought I've got that skill set. I wonder how I could make that work for me in terms of list building. And that's when I decided to try out JV webinars where I would go to somebody like you and I'd be like, hey, Jordan, I've got this workshop that I think your audience would absolutely love. I know you don't teach about websites. Would you be up for co-hosting it with me? I love that because if you're somebody who's a natural connector, then that type of marketing is going to be something that interests you more than a lot of the other marketing options that are out there. And that's why I love JV webinars a lot. That's why I just find them to be super, super beneficial for both parties. Because again, like with Cami, like I'm never going to come up with a website course, never, ever in a million years. You know, I try to avoid saying the word never, but I a hundred percent know that that's not going to happen. And so if I want, you know, my people to be able to be served in that way, then they can do that through going to Cami and having their website done. So I love that. So go ahead and walk us through each step to really start figuring out how we can make JV webinars work for us and building our email list. Yeah. So first up is I'll share that this is how using this JV webinar strategy is how I got my email list from that initial 500 to more than 4,500 people in less than a year. And it's how my course is on track to do six figures in sales in its first year. So like, this is the one thing that I went all in on and it has been great for me. And so the process with this is the first thing you need to do is you need to think about people who would be really great partners for you. So like you were mentioning before, Jordan, are there people who serve a similar audience to you, but don't offer the exact same products and services? So if you've got a course about SEO for life coaches, who do you know who trains life coaches? 
who do you know who certifies life coaches and how can you reach out to them? How can you get to know them? And the easiest thing I like to do with this is start with the low hanging fruit. Start with the people you already know. I think for most of us, we probably have at least five people who are in our direct network who might be great partners, or we have people who we already know who we can ask. We can say, hey, I'm thinking of doing this JV webinar thing. Do you know anybody who serves an audience of stay-at-home moms? Do you know anybody who serves an audience of dog fanatics? So start by brainstorming a list of like five to 10 potential partners and start by reaching out to those connections that you already have and the people you already know. Then the next step from there is to invite those people to do a webinar with you. So in that case, you would say something like, you'd reach out and you'd be like, hey, you know, I have this workshop about how to design and build your own website that I think your audience of virtual assistants would love. Would you be up for co-hosting it together? I'll set up all the tech. I'll handle all of the logistics. So all you'll need to do is share the workshop out with your audience and then show up live the day of to co-host with me and hang out in the chat. What do you think? And some people say no, which is fine, but a lot of people will say yes. So the way I like to think about pitching and rejections is if you're never hearing no, it's because you're not stretching yourself. It's because you're not trying. You know, people who are really putting themselves out there hear no all the time. You know, I get turned down constantly. (laughs) And it's not personal, right? It could be that it's just not a good fit. The person has something else scheduled. They've got a launch. They've got a promo coming up. Whatever it is, it's no big deal. But if you're not hearing those no's, you're also not going to be hearing those yeses. So sometimes you've got to like hold your nose and hit send on the email and make the ask. And it definitely helps to have some kind of a relationship with that person already. It helps if you've got a mutual friend who can introduce you. It helps if you have had a little bit of chit chat and Instagram DMs just to lay the groundwork. Then you make your ask. And then if they come back to you with a yes, you pick a date and a time for the webinar. And then you get to work setting up the webinar. So I like to, when I'm hosting a webinar with somebody, I like to set up all of the tech on my end. So I will make my webinar slides. I will set up the registration page. I'll make sure that my partner has some swipe copy for promotional emails and social posts and things like that. I'll really take care of all of the logistics. And then I'll send my partner everything they need to promote the webinar. So I'll send them, you know, email copy, social graphics, social copy, any links that they need. And so the way that it splits up is that my partner, like if we were doing one together, Jordan, you would promote the webinar to your audience by email and on social media, then they would sign up through a registration page that I've created. That way they join my email list and I can send them reminders about when the webinar is starting. And then we would show up live the day of the webinar. We would say hi, we'd introduce the webinar, we'd have a little bit of chit chat. And then you would hang out in the chat with your people. And then I would present the kind of main content of the webinar. And then we'd have a Q&A at the end. So it's this like really fun, really collaborative process. And one of the things I love most about it is that you only need one good webinar. You know, I think so many of us are on this content hamster wheel. Like I know I was before I did this, I was trying and failing (laughs) to write a new blog post every week, trying and failing to film a new YouTube video every week, like 
always thinking about creating something new. Whereas when you're doing JV webinars, I actually just use the same webinar over and over and over again. So I might do a webinar to your audience about the secrets to a simple website that sells your services. And then I might turn around and do that exact same webinar to someone else's audience. And the beauty is, is that people aren't getting burned out because it's different groups seeing the webinar, if that makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you kept my drift. Head on over to systemsamey.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. Again, with JV webinars, the beauty of it is that you just get really, really good with selling because you are selling in the same format again and again and again versus, you know, you're selling to your same audience and having to come up with new offers or new fancy pitches or do a challenge this time or do a three-part video series. It's like, nope, it's the same slides. It's the same everything just to a different audience. So was there hesitation at all when you were first like looking at doing JV webinars and what helped you to see that this really was going to be the best type of marketing for you? I was definitely most nervous, I think, about getting those rejections and getting those no's. I was a little bit wondering, you know, like, why is somebody with a big email list going to partner with me? Like, what am I bringing to the table here? And what I learned over time doing it is that what you bring to the table is your content and your expertise and this great presentation. So the person you're partnering with, like no matter how huge their email list is, they're not an expert in the topic that you're an expert in. They don't teach what you teach. So therefore, by you bringing that to their audience, you're providing value, you know? So you can go and pitch people who are bigger than you, further ahead than you. You know, you don't have to stress about that because you'll be providing valuable content. Content. And everybody loves, like, if you think about when was the last time someone asked you for a recommendation, right? If somebody came to you and was like, hey, Jordan, do you know a social media manager? And if you were able to refer that person to somebody amazing, you probably felt so good in that moment. You felt so good about yourself. And the person who said, hey, do you know a social media manager? You've also made yourself look good to them, right? Even though you're referring them to somebody else. And it's kind of the same process on a JV webinar. So there's value in 
you know, somebody saying, hey, this is my friend Cami, and she's going to teach you about websites today. It doesn't just make you as the presenter look good. It makes the co-host look great as well. So there's this like nice win-win that happens with a JV webinar that I think is something that I learned over time that was really fun and really surprising. And then in terms of whether to pitch or not, so I do JV webinars both ways. I have done webinars that have a pitch for my course at the end. And I've also done webinars that are just pitch free, like straight up. I'm just going to teach you something today. And I still grow my email list. And either way, my JV partner still gets this amazing presentation to invite their audience to. So it's still a huge win. I think that's a common misconception about webinars is like, you know, some people avoid doing them because they're like, oh, but I don't have anything to sell at the end. You don't necessarily need anything to sell at the end. You could purely do this as a list building tool. But if you do have something to sell, then it's a great way to build your list and make sales at the same time. Amen to that. I love when you're able to accomplish two goals in one atmosphere. And so with that, you know, what has been then your transformation if you're open to sharing? Okay, we know you started at 250 people on your email list and having done webinars and whatnot, where is your email list at right now? Yeah, so after doing all of the JV webinars, my email list more than 10 x I think after my most recent JV sprint, my email list was around 4,500 and it's only continued to grow from there. But the best part about it really isn't just the numbers, it's the quality of the leads. So everybody from a JV webinar is a really warm lead because there's been this amazing transfer of trust. You know, somebody has invited me into their audience and said, hey, this is my friend Cammie and she's amazing and you should listen to her. And that is the kind of like word of mouth, warm, sort of like amazing thing that you just can't buy with a Facebook ad. So I could have gone out and I could have bought all of those people with paid advertising. And I think paid advertising is great and there's definitely a time and place for it. But the quality of people that you get through JV webinars, I found has been incredibly high. And those people have gone on to buy during my launches. They've bought in my evergreen funnel. They've referred people to me. It's sort of like word of mouth on steroids, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think it's, again, it's impressive because a lot of people just think about, oh, I need more leads, but you need more qualified leads or leads that actually will turn into purchases. Like, what is the point of having, you know, an extra 4,000 people on your email list if none of them would ever have an intent to buy? Like, that doesn't sound like very helpful or, you know, just kind of a waste of your time. So I think it is smart to, to talk about it's a number and it is high quality because someone is putting your, their stamp of approval on you which means a lot more than just them randomly, you know, happening upon a a Facebook ad of yours. And so with that, you know, are all of your webinars live with your JV partners? I know you mentioned that they come on live and then are in the chat, or have you ever sent JVs to Evergreen, which I've seen some people do actually. I always do my JVs live because of that transfer of trust. Because when we're live together, your audience can see your face and they can see my face and they can watch you say like, here's my friend, Cammie. She's awesome. And then you have time to hang out with your audience as well. Like my partners always like spend time in the chat, just hanging out and like chit chatting with their audience while I do the presentation, which can be really fun. Cause very often, like if you're on a solo webinar, you're too busy to do that. You're like focused on other things. And then at the end we do live Q and A. So we both come on camera 
and we'll do Q&A together. So it's like this, not only is there this transfer of trust that happens, but it's also a really nice opportunity to take specific questions from your partner's audience and really connect with them. And it's a nice opportunity for the partner to connect with their own audience in a way that's really fun and really casual and maybe outside of the normal content that they're producing. And at the end of the day, the webinar is only an hour. So yeah, when possible, I always do JVs live. And when it's not possible, I find other workarounds with partners. Like we might pre-record an intro segment or something like that, but typically they are live. Nice. Yeah. I love that. And so with that, you know, when people are saying, okay, is this for me? Is this not for me? Like, who would you say like doing JV webinars is the best for? It's the absolute best for anybody who already has a webinar or a workshop. If you've got any kind of a presentation, if it has a pitch, if it has no pitch, whatever it is, if you've got a presentation already, you have something that you can start shopping around to other people's audiences. And if you don't have a presentation already, go and make one because you only need one. And it's really great. I've seen JV webinars work across lots of niches. So they're amazing for online course creators like me and people in the online course world use them quite a lot, but they also work great for service-based business owners as well. It can be a really nice way to amp up your visibility and get your name out there. So instead of pitching a course at the end of your webinar, you might pitch to book a consult call with you or book a discovery session with you. You might pitch nothing at all. You know, so whether you sell services or courses, it works great. I've never tried it out in the physical product world, but I could see it being cool in that world. Like there'd probably be lots of room to do like before and after demos or like unboxing or, you know, I could think of lots of ways to make it work, but physical products is not my universe. So I don't know about that one. But my kind of counter question to that is I haven't seen it not work for anybody yet. So I would challenge anybody who's listening. If you're thinking, oh, I don't know if this can work for me. I want you to go out and try it. And like, I dare you to DM me and tell me that it didn't work. I would like love to hear it (laughs) because in my experience, like it works super well. It's really powerful. Yeah. Oh, I know. it. I would dare you to also DM Cammie and tell her it doesn't work as well. So that's a double dog dare. So now you have to really like go after it. So with that being said, with JV webinars, what are some tools that you recommend people look into or that you use for your JV webinar setup? Oh man. So with tech, I... Even though I'm techie, I love to keep my tech really simple and easy peasy. So for JV webinars, all you need is a way to send emails. So I use ConvertKit, but you can use whatever email marketing system you use. You'll use this to send your webinar reminder emails and your replay emails. Then you need somewhere to actually host the live webinar. So I do all of my webinars on Demio, which I absolutely love, but Zoom is great too. Super reliable and everyone knows how to use Zoom now, (laughs) but Zoom or Demio for hosting the webinar. And then you need some kind of a webinar registration page where you'll capture people's names and emails and let them know you know, the link to join the webinar. So you can build this out either directly on Zoom or Demio, or you can build it on your own website. And so when I'm building them on my own website, I use Squarespace. So really easy peasy tech stack. Absolutely. Yeah. I've used Demio as well for webinars and I really, really like them a lot actually. And Zoom does keep it easy again for a lot of service providers are already using Zoom in their business. So 
you know, it makes it one less thing that you have to learn and figure out and whatnot. So I totally understand both. And so tell everyone about a freebie link that you have for all of us to soak in more goodness from you. Yeah, I know that JV webinars can be a lot to wrap your head around. And there are a lot of moving pieces, especially if you haven't done very many solo webinars before. So I've put together a super borderline ridiculously detailed checklist for you that walks you through every step of the JV webinar process, as well as the tech you need, which you can come grab over at camifari.com forward slash checklist. Awesome. Awesome. We will have that link in the show notes and where else can people find you or tell you about some takeaways that they had from the episode? I love Instagram. I spend way too much time over there. So come over to Instagram send me a direct message and let me know. I would love to hear what your takeaways from this were. If you're going to try JV webinars or if you did try them and they didn't work, I want to hear about that too. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. And again, yeah, we'll have all that in the show notes so you can go and connect with Kimmy super, super easily. So thank you again, Kimmy, so much for coming on the podcast. My pleasure, Jordan. It was so fun. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.